Blog Talk Radio. Live from the Dean's Den, with your host, the Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane, and from SportsKita.com, Lee Walker. Live from the Dean's Den, brings you the latest in wrestling news and wrestling opinion from two of the best journalists in the sport. So sit back, pop open a cold one, and get ready for Live from the Dean's Den. Live from the Dean's Den. I am the Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane. Um, Lee Walker, uh, hopefully, should be joining me shortly. Uh, I apologize if I sound a little bit rough. Um, if you were listening to Blog Talk last night and um, you heard our tribute show to Tracy Smothers, um, <clears throat> what is going on is, yes, uh, my body has kind of worn down a little bit from uh, the move a few weeks ago. So I've been fighting a pretty bad cold. Uh, I think I'm finally just about over it. So hopefully this means that uh, I will be back to actual full voice and proper sound next week. Um, Not this even more nasally thing that uh, I sometimes get going on with stuff like this. So anyway, um, interesting thing. Um, It seems that the SmackDown episode for this week was literally thrown together at the last minute because um, reports this morning were that they couldn't get anybody to agree to any ideas. They couldn't get Vince to give the okay to certain ideas. Vince wouldn't even give the okay to his own ideas. Now, that's really scary, guys. When the chairman, the you know, final say in everything, has decided that even his ideas aren't worth it, well, then you've got something to really worry about here. So, um, anyway, we'll uh, go ahead and we'll go from there. Now, one of the first things in uh, my list of subjects to talk about is the fact that Road Dog has left Twitter. (coughs) Now, it was unfortunately over the whole idea of masks and COVID-19. So, um, what happened was Road Dog replied to a fan who had said that, quote, the left is pushing fear because you can catch COVID-19 with or without a mask on. And so James said, that's common sense, Jay, and it's rare these days, but they think we're crazy too. 
social media isn't helping, that's for sure. Well, the person who came back to him is another well-known WWE star and a uh, former agent himself, Shane Helms. And Helms replied saying, people get killed wearing seatbelts too, but wearing one still increases your odds of not dying. See how that works? That's common sense. And so James replied that they will agree to disagree. And so Helms came back with, yeah, I'll agree that you don't understand how odds or statistics work, and I'll disagree that you have a clue about what common sense is. And then um, James said that uh, Helms is not tolerant for someone so woke. And so the hurricane came back with, never claimed to be woke, never had to. And tolerance of ignorance doesn't help anyone. People's lives are at stake. Maybe you should try to wake up if that makes you feel edgier. Um, <clears throat> so after a little bit, James took a took and sent a message out and said that he's leaving Twitter. And he posted, this is a message to all the people that have helped me along the way and maybe a few I've helped. I'm signing off Twitter. It has been really great interacting with you all. Um, and... Apparently, there are a few um, people in NXT that are getting frustrated with guys like Road Road Dog who are going under the guise of COVID truthers, quote unquote. Um, And... His opinions do not reflect the suggested guidelines um, that have been listed by the uh, C- by the CDC. So, um, but uh, you know, this is another thing, and I'm going to go ahead and go off on a little tangent here. Um, oh, the right wing. Oh, there's Lee. Hey. hey Lee, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I uh, had a little cat emergency, but I'm here. Oh, yikes! Okay, well, I got th- I got three of my own, so I know exactly what that can be like. <laughs> oh man! So, God, it seems like it's been forever since we've talked to each other. How are you doing, my friend? Yeah, it feels like that. I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Just. uh Doing my day-to-day thing, surviving, and that, that's about it. Just work. <laughs> How about you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I've been I've been fighting a little bit of a cold over the last week. The uh, move finally uh, wore us both out, and um, we've we've been uh, kind of down for several days. Uh, looks like uh, we're both finally over it. Which is good because I've got a technician coming tomorrow and to fix up a piece with to uh, make sure that uh, Netflix and YouTube don't freeze on my uh, hopper. All right. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I've got Dish Network, uh, but unfortunately, due to the uh, situation here where we live, um, 
we are sitting with Xfinity for Internet. And, I mean, you know, it's good stuff overall, but their modem doesn't match in with the uh, Hopper 3. So there's a so there's a part that uh, Dish Network has to put in. I don't know whether it's uh, connected to the modem or connected to the box, but either way, supposedly it will uh, stop that from happening. Because I was uh, stuck. I was trying to get I was trying to get Netflix on this afternoon, and that and um, you know after. Finally, I had to reset my receiver and that, and then thankfully, my PlayStation has Netflix, so I was able to get it. Um, and speaking of which, um, I don't know if you've ever watched uh, the series Toys That Made Us at all. I have not. Okay. You Have, have you got a Netflix subscription? Yeah. Okay. Get get on there um, and look up the toys that made us. Um, they have an episode all about um, the wrestling figure scene, how it all happened in the first place, and how you know, little little toy companies all of a sudden got the ear of Vince McMahon, and it changed the whole way that wrestling really was looked at. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. I'm yeah. a big toy collector, Real- so. Well, there you go. Um, this is, well, this is definitely, this is definitely a real good episode, Lee. I, I was, I was fascinated. I sat there for like the entire half hour, 40 minutes, whatever it was, and, you know, <clears throat> just watching because back in the day, um, I actually had the um, Remco AWA figures and ring. Oh, really? Yes, yes. I mean, I had I had it all. I mean, I had the Road Warriors. I had um, Bachwinkle. I can't even remember the other figures that I had, but I Rick Martell. Um, so I had a pretty good I had a pretty good collection, and that. Wish I still had them, obviously, but, uh, you know, unfortunately, moves and other situations beyond your control, and, you know, you lose the stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Understandable. I'd love I to mean, find. Oh, those toys are, uh, those are worth quite a bit now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. Those, those the, ones. Uh, right, right. Well, the Ric Flair um, figure that has the white robe actually is uh, worth a uh, couple of uh, thousand dollars. It's amazing. No, they, uh, and, yeah. Yeah, no, they. Uh, I, I could talk figures all day, to be honest with you. Uh, we're going to end up going down a rabbit hole if we do. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Because um today also um AAA had their unveiling of the characters that are going to be dressed 
in um, in Marvel attire. Yes, I saw and, someone post about that. Well, and then and then the and then they've got the uh, they've got the Funko Pop, uh, the plushes. Boy, I tell you though, these prices are unbelievable. Um, let me. Let me. Let, I'll run. I'll run a. I'll run a series of three figures. Um, their their character, their Iron Man character. The the pop is it's. They're doing they're doing pre orders right now. Um, three point seven five inches tall with the standard window display box. Two hundred and seventy nine seventy four. The Iron Man keychain, one hundred ninety four seventy five, and the Iron Man um, wrestling buddy. Oh, that's about the closest thing you can come to with this. Is four twenty three eighty two. Wow! And they've got yeah. And they're going to have, I mean, they're going to have Spider-Man, Venom, the Hulk, um, Captain America, uh, Wolverine. They're, I mean, they are, they are going, they are going all out. I had, uh, there's even Deadpool. But uh, prices though, that is expensive. Oh, I know. I know. Tell me about it, man. Seriously. Um, I mean, I had, I, I learned about this on Wednesday um, when I had uh, called our friend Hugo Savinovich um, to give him the news about Tracy. And um, so we got into talking about, uh, about triple mania and that's and that's when he told me and gave me the okay to give to uh make an exclusive announcement about the deal with Marvel Disney and uh AAA and that and you know this is then this is big because of course this is uh you know like I say this heading into uh Triple Mania will happen in December and um Right now, um, they have they have two they have two matches um, listed for listed for um, Triple Mania. Uh, we talked about what will I believe be the main event last night, which is uh, Kenny Omega versus Laredo Kid for the uh, Mega Campeonato, um, and then. Um, and then the and then the other one um, is let me see if I can find that one here. Should have I should have that here. I was just looking at it, uh, earlier today, and of course can't find it now. Well, that's that's always what that's always what is delayed. Um, so. Um, 
So no, that's, I saw, uh, I saw and Conan's post about. I saw Conan's post yeah. about this, and I got yeah. super excited because, uh, you know, we you know as as wrestling fans, we always get a thrill when a superstar has uh, a custom ring gear, you know, for a particular pay per view, and here. We have like a basically a, a a pay-per-view, but it's all geared towards all Marvel. So I'm super excited to see it, especially if you're one of those yeah. guys who who downloads uh, characters on wrestling games that are that are Marvel oh. characters and plays them in the games. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I I mean I'm I'm out I'm outdated on my game system. I've got a three, but uh, well, I well I do like to uh, <clears throat> create my own characters for the games and that, and it's yeah, and it's a, and it's a lot of fun. Um, the um, gear is being designed by um, fashion designer Vero Solis. And apparently, um, Solis is a very important person who makes high-end outfits. So, this is, un- and uh, it's under the uh, Josefina Mexico um, collection. And, oh my, wow, okay. Okay, you thought you thought that the big prices were something else. Okay, um, now this is all women's outfits, and um, <coughs> the the cheapest outfit I am seeing right now here, Lee, at the moment. Well, mm-hmm. let's see, um, a crop top. Undefeated hero, Marvel Wrestling shirt, and that is going for eighty-seven oh four. Oh wow! There's a there's a bodysuit, um, masks, Marvel Wrestling. I'm just reading it directly off of here because obviously it's it's translating, and that that's eighty-four sixty-nine. Um, Leather biker jacket, and this is and this is one of the few guys' outfits that they have here. Excuse me, nine forty ninety five. Yeah, I said nine hundred forty dollars. <laughs> so That's I know the, you're gonna I know you're gonna rush right out and get that, aren't you? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I'm going right now. Now, yep, order order that order that one order that one out. Um yeah, the closest uh the cheapest one that they've got for um for the guys, they've got black Bermuda fighters, Marvel Wrestling, and Bermuda Green Masters Marvel Wrestling, which are fifty eight eighty one each. And then uh some and then some gray pants, which is the Arachno. Um, Spider Man. Mm-hmm. That's also fifty eight eighty one. Oh man! And they've got the 
They've got these uh, um, women's wallets um, and coin purses. Coin purses are about the cheapest. Those are eighteen seventy-seven. And okay. uh, there's an Iron Man, a Captain America, and then a uh, one with the with the various masks on it, and that. So that's pretty cool. I'll I'll give him I'll give him that one. I'll give him that one. Um, now now Conan talked about this on his podcast. And um, one of the one of the uh, characters that he specifically mentioned was Terror Purpura, Pur- Pur- which is the Thanos character, and says will be the biggest and the baddest. Um, and uh, the guy that uh, writes on uh, LuchaBlogs.com. Um, is thinking that uh, that could potentially be Brian Cage. Ooh. So, yeah, that would be that would be something. Um, Well, unfortunately, some more bad news. We've as if we've uh, not lost enough people over the year. Uh, Monterey promoter Oscar Davia passed away from a heart attack on Tuesday. So, um, sad as it is, yeah. they, they do always say it, 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 it comes in threes. So, right, that's coming right. in threes. Which, you know, yeah. we lost, and, uh, and we lost Tracy Smothers. So, yeah. Oh, oh man, <laughs> that one, that one's still a, that one's still a rough one. I've, I've known Tracy since the eighties, um, and. I mean, last night I almost didn't even—I almost wasn't able to even start the show. That's—that's that's how hard it was—it was hitting me, and that. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, got to and definitely got to thank our good friend um, Joel Gertner from ECW who. Um, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna say it again. I know he came on to put Tracy over, but when I called on Wednesday, the only question he asked me as soon as he picked up the phone was, "What time tomorrow?" Oh wow! And yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was he was ready he was ready to go. So. He was on. He was on for like a good half hour, forty minutes last night, and that. Um, wow. So, yeah. So again, many, many, many thanks to our to our friend Joel Gerner from ECW. Um, if uh, if you want to hear that one, folks, um, you can you can hear that one also on our other outlets, Spotify iTunes, um, well, pretty much, pretty much any place that uh, you uh, get your get your podcasts were on there as well. So, um, okay, so let's go ahead and let's talk about Riddle, 
Oh, now, God. apparently, apparently AJ Styles and a few other of the uh, superstars met with Vince to argue against the Twitch band. Ban. Um, now, Paige made headlines um, during her oh, Twitch yes, stream last did. night. She was she was doing good until she got a text on her phone, and then, boom, she let it out. Um, says, people don't realize I'm outspoken as bleep. I will say how I feel. I don't care who you are. I will say how I feel because I don't like being walked all over. You know what? And, boy, this is big right here. Um, I'm going to start looking more into unionization. I've been learning about it by a unionization lawyer. This is bigger than Twitch. It's about taking bleeping control of your own life and not being controlled by anyone. I gave 10 years, man. I poured my bleeping heart and soul into this. I had a bad couple of years like every mother has. I'm not the only one who is bleeping controversial around here. I'm not the only one. It's bleeping louder when it comes to me because I'm a bleeping female. I hate using that because I'm a woman, but it's because I'm a woman and women don't usually stand up for themselves. So, um, now, and the fact that uh, she's uh, bringing in uh, Selena Vega's name into this, ooh, boy. <clears throat> and, and I mean, we've, of course, uh, we've had Vito LaGrasso on our shows over the years and that. Um, and, of course, he, Raven, and a few other people uh, tried to uh, – get unionization and even Jesse Ventura was in on this at one point. Um, but the, the thing is, and this is the, and this is the problem. Um, Vince still manages to get away with the independent contractor nonsense. Now, I mean, I'm sorry, but, you know, and and I believe me, I used when I was when I was working, oh, close to full time on the road in that. I used the independent contractor standards quite well. Um, I was able to deduct mileage, depreciation on cars, um, even knocked off. Uh, Part of uh, costs on computers, internet access, and um, lot rent at the in the mobile home I was living in at the time. You know, so I know I know all about the independent contractor game, and I know how to use all of this stuff. But honestly, when somebody says, "Okay, you have to be at this building on this day at such and such a time." You're not an independent contractor. You're an employee. You work for the company. And you know, I'm a I'm an ex I'm a I'm a retired union guy, so I really am you know very very hardcore on this whole thing. And I'm just you know, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at this all because Vince isn't getting a piece of 
the action from Twitch. Well, yeah, think I about it. Love- you have. Oh, I'm sorry, not the. Yeah. Uh, no, from, go right ahead, please. From Vince's standpoint, if you got, say, 20 guys on contract, and they estimated that Paige is making about forty to forty-five thousand dollars a month off of Twitch, so yeah. she's making half a million a year. So if he yep. sees he's got 20 superstars making a half million a year, now if he can find a way to cut into that profit, it's an extra million and an extra million plus for him. So right, yeah, you know, a few million I, because I, I, a lot of these guys. Um, I mean, uh, let's see here, um, Adam Cole. Um, now he uses a uses a different moniker but um he has but he has his own twitch he you know, obviously he had to you know not use the Adam Cole name just to try and cover his rear end and that yeah um you know which is which is odd when you sit there and think his girlfriend can have a twitch channel and, well, I mean, yes, she's using her real name for, for her character and that, but still, everything everything that she makes off of there is hers. She doesn't yeah. have to and give Tony Khan a piece of that action. No, and, and I remember when um, WWE first put out that uh, you had 30 days to uh, – uh, you know, get off of, of the channel or this or that. And then uh, that quickly changed to, well, you can use it, but you just got to change your name. Now it's, okay, you can use it, but we're taking part of your revenue. Yeah, that's... The, the thing I weird about Oh, no, the thing I found weird about it was at first they said, okay, well, you can't use your WWE name. But, yeah, go ahead and switch. And now they now they want you yeah. to, to to stream, uh, you know, but still not use your WWE name, but because of your likeness of the character, we're going to take money from it. Right, right. I mean, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, how are you supposed to like change your look of your character when it's you know you're yes you're portraying a character but you're also an everyday person just it, like everybody else? How like right? You know, it, it's not and like it's we your look own at Tom, face. Yeah, it's not like we look at Tom Hanks all the time and say, oh look, there's Forrest Gump. Or, right and you know you know and, and you know all of a sudden he goes on Saturday Night Live and now the company that made Forrest Gump wants part of the part of the pie because he was on Saturday Night Live got paid for it but hey he looks like Forrest Gump you know yep yep 
companies aren't doing that. That's not how. That's not. That's not business. That's that's not how we. Uh, WWE is going to WWE, and that's that's it. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and someone now, like and and AJ now. See, AJ has got his deal. Bill Barron's his agent, um, who we've had on, um, structured AJ's deal where AJ actually. He owns his name. He will always own his name. He is basically leasing it to WWE for the length of time of the contract. And that includes the moves like the Pele kick, the Styles clash, all of those. He owns, you know, Barron's is a smart businessman. Um, He set up to where Styles owns all of this stuff and will continue to own it in perpetuity. It's just that uh, WWE gets to use it for however many years he decides to stay with them and gets, you know, and, uh, and lets them make money off of it. And then of course, obviously, uh, you know, if uh, they do videos later and that, um, yeah, they, you know, they, will have probably most of the profits off of that, although I'm sure that uh, L. Barron's has uh, negotiated a uh, pretty lucrative deal for AJ to get a good, strong piece of uh, any action of any videos and that. Yeah, and AJ uh, posted, I believe today, um, as a result of, of the streaming with the same with WWE, he is currently done streaming. Uh, Mia Yim, who is another person in WWE <clears throat> who owns her her name, uh, has has stopped streaming or now. Least, yeah, or at least, the, or at least yeah. she's still. She's, well, Vince has tried to get her to sign over the rights to the name, even though even though they're not using it right now. Um, but, uh, she has not, she has not done it. So I'm just, I mean, I honestly keep waiting, especially as bad as retribution is going. I'm, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop with that, with that bunch. Yeah. Now, I mean, you know, they've, they basically, they've killed, um, Dominic Dijak, Dijakovic, whatever you want to call him, they've basically killed his career. Um, same, you know, I mean, same thing with the, you know, I mean, Dio Madden didn't really have a career to begin with. Um, he was he was doing better being an announcer on Raw than he is as as a wrestler, and then the. Uh, what we call what we call uh, paper plate face slap nuts. Um, I mean, he's he's basically you know, been set up to set up to be a uh, crash test dummy, and then and that bit that uh, Mia did on Monday, which was Vince's idea. 
Oh, oh yeah. Lord. Oh and, my uh, God, that was. I mean, I you uh, know what? I spent I spent years in a Pentecostal church. Okay. I never saw anything that crazy in even the biggest Pentecostal service I had ever been involved in. And that's saying something. <laughs> well, and, and no and no she, no she rip on Pentecostals, out. it's just facts. And and she did tweet out because someone did uh tweet at her about faking yeah. a seizure and, and and she came right out and, and said it. I didn't fake a seizure. I was possessed. And if you've ever seen someone who's had a seizure, you know, yeah, you're not able I, to, to point and, and to, you know, someone who has a seizure doesn't, doesn't act like the way, you know, she did. And, um, you know, and, and for her, I know she, they, they, there was a post about her not wanting to do that and talked against it. So whether that's what they wanted her to do or not, I mean, obviously they wanted her to do it, but right. she did it in her own way as a way to, okay, appease WWE, but not get in trouble at the same time for going against yeah. what she's supposed to do. I mean... And to tell tell someone to to fake a, a serious uh, something as serious as that uh, is is pretty distasteful in in my eyes. But for sure, you know, again, WWE is going to WWE. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now I just I just don't I just don't don't really get it. I just really don't get it sometimes. I just, I look and it's like, are you kidding me? Are you seriously kidding me? So, all right, well, let's go on to a little more pleasant um, subject. Um, Hiroki Goto of uh, New Japan is uh, going to be... Um, has been cast in the upcoming um, Kamen Rider Zero One movie, which apparently this is, I guess, um, sort of like a uh, cross between uh, anime and uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Um, <clears throat> according to this, Goto will play one of multiple armored fighters known as the Kamen Rider Abaddon's team. And it will release alongside the film Kamen Rider Saber, the most recent entry in, in, this, in this series. Um, double features uh, set to hit theaters in Japan on December 18th. Now, he's not the first person to do, to do this. Um, and the form, I guess, um, is called... Uh, Tokusatsu. I'll have to, I'll have to look. I have to look that up now. Okay, I got it. All right, I got it. I got now. I got to look up a now. I got to look up a word. Um, let's see here. Tokusatsu. Okay. 
All right, now there it is. First, uh, first thing. All right, Tokusatsu, um, according to Wikipedia, um, which uh, means special filming, is a uh, Japanese term for live action film or television drama that makes heavy use of special effects. Um, Tokusatsu Entertainment often deals with science fiction, fantasy, or horror, but films and television shows and other genres can sometimes count as uh, tokusatsu as well. The most popular types of tokusatsu include kaiju monster films such as the Godzilla and Gamera film series, um, superhero TV series, serials such as the uh, Kamen Rider and Metal Hero series, and mecha dramas like Giant Robo and Super Robot Red Baron. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then uh, Ultraman and uh, Super Sentai even uh, had elements of uh, tokusatsu in it. Um, but uh, they're saying that uh, um, uh, Tokyo Joshi uh, star uh, Reikasaki appeared as the fighting fairy in uh, Kamen Rider Saber. And then uh, a few uh, decades before this, Akira Nogami of uh, Wrestle 1 um, portrayed Jujain Da, one of the main antagonists of uh, Kamen Rider Kuka. Um, but uh, apparently uh, Goto might actually have the uh, strongest uh, connection to the franchise. I mean, apparently he's uh, well, like uh, some huge, huge fan. He, yeah, it says... Not only has Tanahashi worn gear inspired by the series over the years, but he went on to make multiple appearances for various common writer media. He appeared in everything from uh, music videos to film productions. In terms of the latter, he started as one of the villains in common writer Heisei, Heisei Generations, um, Dr. Pac-Man versus X-8 and Ghost with Legends writer, um, which was in December 2016. Um, and then he was, uh, at one point slated to play a wrestler based on, uh, Kuga, but, uh, the negotiations didn't go through. So, you know, I, I mean, I grew up, I, I don't know about you, Lee, but of course in my, at my age, I've had a lot of different stuff that, uh, I've grown up with, um, back in, back in the day, um, in the town next to where I grew up and there was a, uh, um, indoor and outdoor movie theater combo. And Mm -hmm. while on Fridays and Saturdays for many years, they just played adult films. Um, Sunday afternoons, they always played, uh, Mexican, uh, Mexican cine. And so, um, that, so there, you got to see, of course, uh, well, you you see the uh, um, Blue Demon um, and uh, Santo movies and that, which they used to they used to play those like excuse <coughs> me every Sunday and that. So obviously, obviously, uh, you know, uh, Mexican Mexican cine isn't uh, the only place for. Um, the for the superhero genre, although 
in the in the Mexican scene, they you know the character the uh, wrestlers played their own characters only with um, oh enhanced elements to them. Oh, like Mil Mascaras was uh, was really kind of a superhero in a lot of ways, and that. So, um, all right, well, let's talk about Thunder Rosa. Um, Mel Cervantes, who has been on our shows before, um, real, real nice gal. Love her to death and that. Um, she dropped the NWA um, Women's World title just this past week to Serena Deeb. Now, the funny thing is, um, Deeb showed up on Wednesday on AEW with the title at the, about the same time that she was actually winning it live on UPW on Fight. Uh. <laughs> well, Makes you sense, know right? what? Yeah, it does. Well, hey, you know what? I I remember um, <clears throat> when Arn Anderson and Vern Gagne had an exchange program going in the '80s, and um, they and uh, the Road Warriors were um, were coming in. That was they were doing a house show here in. Uh, Chicago at the UIC Pavilion. Now, they did not have the national tag team titles at that point. They were scheduled to fight for them that Sunday night back in the Omni in Atlanta. But mm-hmm. here they come walking out to the ring at the UIC Pavilion, and what do they have on their waist? The NWA National Tag Team title belts. Of <laughs> uh, course, of course, if you, of course, if you've heard Joe talk about this on uh, Dark Side of the Ring, he talked about it on our show the first time we ever had him on. And oh God, I miss that guy too. Um, well, right before, right before they came, right before they went out, Ole hands them hands him and Mike a couple of belts and says, here, you're the national tag team champions. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but Thunder Rosa's situation, um, depending on the story that you listen to, um, some people are saying that um, Rosa has announced her intention to go to WWE, although I'm still a little concerned about that because um, <clears throat> not all that long ago when they were talking to her, they weren't talking about bringing her in as a wrestler. They were talking about bringing her in as a referee. It's like, yeah. are you kidding me? No, she has such talent. I mean... I understand. I understand what they did with Jess and with Asia, and 
that was and that was okay. They were both decent independent stars and that, but the Thunder Rosa name has really come huge over the course of the last few years. And you're going to put her in a striped shirt? Are you kidding me, Vince? So, um, but according to uh, Billy Corgan, um, no, 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 not happening, not happening. Don't be uh, reading this stuff from uh, the from the sheets and that. She's under contract for another two years. Well, gee, not like uh, not like she'd be the first wrestler who asked for, got her release, and then ninety days later showed up somewhere else. <coughs> John Moxley, FTR. Now. <laughs> Pretty much anyone who's been released from a contract. Yeah. Good brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Myers. Yeah, Brian Myers. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, well, I will admit. What's that? I said Matt Cardona. <laughs> yeah, Matt Cardona. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we can just keep going down and down and down that list. Oh, my God. We can go. Yeah, I mean, Miro. You know, I was just about to say Miro, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Get out of your head, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's. I mean, you know, it's it's just the it's just the way that uh, that this business is. I mean, you know, I mean, it's cyclical, and it's also you know somebody is you know not really you know well-liked in, in one persona, but all of a sudden, boom, you, you know, give them another name, or in the case of Moxley, you go back to your old name and that, and start doing the stuff that uh, you were doing before Vince ever signed you, and, you know, man, all of a sudden, you're you're a big deal again. You know, um, it's yeah. Um, so you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens in that. Um now I gotta I gotta call out this situation. Um we talked a little bit about this um last night on the other show. I'm sure a lot of people have now seen the video of that yarder who oh. yeah, yeah. I know where this is going. Yeah, exactly. Oh. It, yeah, I mean, you remember you remember Sid, right? Yeah, I remember Sid's incident. That yeah, was one leg. I mean, you know, think about this made this made Sid look like nothing in comparison. Holy cow! Yeah. Oh, this. But. This. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, man. Have, no, have no man. Uh, this 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 poor guy. Um, but. I don't know if he's trained or not. From my understanding, it was some sort of it was like a, it was a backyard wrestling thing. Yeah. So, so um, no, not trained. But w- yeah, okay. So not not trained. One then shouldn't have stepped in the ring. Uh, two, right. With that being said, you know he was he was overweight, but I don't think that would make much of a you know you know he didn't look like he was like. 70 to sit, you know, he might've been like 
235 maybe, 240, yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, a little bit, little bit, little bit heavier this, than I am. I'm, I'm about to weigh something. <clears throat> the way his legs bent, he was able to kiss the front of his feet. I that know. Was, I'm, yeah, I, 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 oh. I, I, I saw this. And I don't know if you remember um, when uh, Joe Theismann's career was ended. Mm-hmm. When his leg when his leg got snapped on that Monday night game. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And his leg went forward and over his head and all of that stuff. I mean, and ABC ABC replayed that about a half a dozen times. So. Oh. Which at that at that time, you know, they didn't have the sensitivities and sensibilities that they do now. Um, like when that uh, one NCAA player um, fell, making the basket and snapped his leg, and the and the bone ripped through the skin. They immediately cut the camera completely away from that end of the court and that. <clears throat> so. Um, but back then, I mean, they replayed it, replayed it, and replayed it, and that. And I saw this, and I'm like, oh, my God. But here's the thing that gets me, though, about this. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw, throw this out here because I'm a little bit upset. Um, because the family started a GoFundMe for this kid. Number one, you made your own mistake and that you shouldn't have been doing something like that when you're not trained. Um, and then what happened? Uh, Joey Janela donates $250. Nick Jackson yep. donates $500. Chris Jericho donates two grand. As far as I am concerned, gentlemen, all you are doing is giving this kid legitimacy when he doesn't deserve it. Oh, should not, it should not have happened. Oh, I, I just, I just totally agree with, I just totally disagree with this. Um, in fact, this is what I actually posted up on uh, um, WrestlingNewsSource.com about it. I said, when you choose to be a yard tard and not get trained, you shouldn't expect help, especially from the legitimate wrestling community. All Jericho, Nick J, and Janela have done is legitimize an illegitimate person. It's not that I don't have compassion for people, but when you choose to play wrestler without the proper training, anything that happens is 100% on you. If the kid recovers, I hope he wises up and receives proper training if he wants to pursue wrestling as any sort of avocation. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be pursuing uh, wrestling anymore. Um, From what I – like, I actually read, like, the GoFundMe, and I read someone who's close to him, one of their posts. He actually might lose his legs. That's yeah. That's the thing had, that, uh, that they're saying. He's already had three or four surgeries or something like that, and uh, yeah, you know he might lose. He, I don't know if it's 
you know, he, he might lose one or both or what, but they said that he might lose his legs, which, um, you know, would suck. And yeah, um, in the photo that they used, um, insinuates that, you know, he does have a son. Um, right. You know, so that, you know, that kind of plays into the, the sympathy card a little bit. And I, I I'm right. I, I'm like, I'm 50, 50 on it. Um, that them donating and, and you know them having compassion for uh you know really someone who shouldn't have stepped in the ring is, is great but then i'm also kind of like he's not a wrestler you know, yeah that would exactly. be like that would be like if that youtube sensation facebook guy uh superhuman went in right. and you know broke his leg and then everybody was don- donating to it. If ever if anyone recalls if you were down for uh WrestleMania well, years ago, I believe it was WrestleCade that had Superhuman uh-huh. in a battle royal and uh Dustin Rhodes was there and Superhuman got into the ring and started running the ropes and and Rhodes pulled him out of the ring and ripped him a new one, telling him he's not a wrestler, he shouldn't be in there touching them ropes and this and that and yada yada. That would be the same treatment this kid would get if he stepped in the ring with any anybody like that oh, yeah. type deal. Absolutely. So, I mean, Absolutely. Um, you know, the the I, I, I do have sympathy for the guy because it was a, an unfortunate mistake and, you know, having a kid and already having that many operations in a short amount of time, you know, trying yeah. to keep your legs. That's, that's, that's kind of yeah. crappy. You know, that, that sucks. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and every surgery kid. and every surgery, you know, weakens your, weakens your body just a little bit more than that. Yeah. So oh. I, um, <clears throat> I, I, I see it from, from both ways. Would I personally donate? No, but I feel bad for him. Nope. I do. You know, I'm not I'm not a jerk or this or that or, you know. Right. But yeah, at the same I time, mean, like, you know, at the same – oh, no, absolutely not. But at the same time, you shouldn't have been in that ring. Should not have been right. in to exactly. begin with. Exactly. You know, that, that's, that's like – That's what kicks me off because guys like myself who – Spent years, number one, just working and earning my right to get my foot in the door. And yeah. then you know, working, working, busting my butt to you know, become properly trained to do what I did, not only as a referee, but I also I was also skilled as a manager. And I even actually wrestled a couple of matches over the over the years. So, you know, I worked hard. I earned that right to step through those ropes and be able to hang out with, say, the Cody's or well, in my case it was it was Dustin. 
who I spent time with and that, um, and all the guys that I've, you know, worked with over the years, and I'm not going to name drop. That's not my point. That's not my style. You know, I've done what I've done, and, you know, hey, great. It's, you know, I mean, it's been it's been a really good life and that. But it's a life that I earned, that I, that I you know, <clears throat> I worked my way into a position to be able to have that life. And that's what I, that's what I don't like in this case. Yeah. Now it seems like, um, uh, nowadays anybody can just go, you know, because of the internet, anyone can go and just buy a ring. Yeah. And, or, or, exactly. Or makeshift, or makeshift one. Right. You know, I remember. Um, right. Do you, do you, do you remember uh, uh, they used to have the you know in, the, in malls with the, uh, the I can't remember the names but there were certain like music stores, and they would sell wrestling DVDs. Uh, you know you'd see the WWE, WCW, ECW, but then if you went to the next section you would find. DVDs of backyard wrestling, right? Uh, kids that are right. 13, 14, 15. I remember, I remember seeing these being like, "Where are they doing this?" Yeah, I remember commercials. This was, oh, I mean, this was back in the day when this was VHS, and I remember seeing commercials for backyard wrestling, and they'd have kids that were stupid enough to allow their heads to get sliced open with uh, broken fluorescent light tubes and oh, all this God, kind of yeah. stuff. And it's like, yep. it's like, it's like, what is wrong with you people? I mean, I mean, one day back, I had, I had a uh, wrestling cable access show back in the day. And in the town that I lived in, which I grew up in as well, um, there was you could you could actually you could actually see the see it from the highway. Um, somebody had a trampoline set up with ropes, a makeshift apron, and all of this stuff, which really irked me to no end. And this was back in the days when the state of Illinois was regulated with professional wrestling. I mean. We had, I had to be licensed and that, and everybody had to, all the wrestlers had to do blood pressures before, before a show and everything. And so one Saturday um, on my show, and we recorded like a couple of days early. So it was always like on a Tuesday night or something I would record or Wednesday and that. And so I announced, that I that there was these people with this trampoline and everything doing something that was patently illegal. I said, and I said, I'm going to give you a week, and if it's not taken down, I'm going to use my power, and I'm going to call the I'm going to call the state of Illinois Department of Professional Regulation. And I'm going to turn you in. 
<clears throat> well, I don't know if they saw the show or if somebody that knew them saw the show, but somehow the word got to them, and by the middle of the week, that trampoline was completely gone out of the backyard. <laughs> wasn't just it wasn't just the makeshift ring. The tra- the whole trampoline out. <laughs> Good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I um, mean, this kind of stuff leads dangerous, and people don't yeah. realize it. I mean, you know, one one bad one bad miss of running the ropes, and that's why I have a hand that will never fully function again. And that, you know, people don't, people don't realize, you know, I mean, as DDP once said, what goes on in that ring is really real. Yeah. Uh, I don't think, you know, you know, I think. And that's why, uh, and that's. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, and that's why this stuff happens because. These kids think that, uh, oh, gee, you know, it's they think it's a trampoline and they think it all has a bounce and everything else. They don't understand what the actual construction of a wrestling ring is. And for my first year in the business, that's all I did was ring crew. So, I mean, I knew exactly what that what that ring was constructed of and that and so i i respected i respected that ring and what could happen to you in it from day one mm-hmm. yeah and um you know th- those are also the same ones who have never seen uh, you know with the trampoline stuff like that they've never seen what a ring actually looks like put together. Right. You know, right. And, right. Or, or, or they're the ones that go from backyard wrestling to trying to wrestle in a real ring and they get hurt right away because that trampoline has a lot more to give than a bunch right, of two exactly. by fours. Right, right. Because that's, that's, that's what the, the ring the, is. It's me, it, it, it's yep. metal, wood, little cushion. It ain't much cushion. Right. It's like this. It's, a, it's the same thickness as the mat that they lay on the outside yep. of the ring. If that. Yep. Yep. Exactly. You know, you're not landing exactly. on. Some, you're not landing on something soft. Right. Yeah. Right. And in and in my case, the first uh, the first ring that I was doing construction with, um, we actually. Um, used uh, six by six uh, plywood sheets that were like uh, three quarters to an inch thick, and the and the guy who the guy who built the ring he had this thing set up. I mean, it was it was amazing. It had a center bar with slots that held the held the held the boards in place, and that. So mm-hmm. there was, so there was never any shift, never any crack. Oh, 
And when my and when my one partner when he bought a ring, I said, "Look, take the boards out. Use use six by use six by uh, six plywood. Double double glued. That will that that wood will last." darn near forever and I think it actually lasted up through up through when he sold that ring so, oh wow yeah 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 it's a you know because the thing is this the plywood sheets stay flat your 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 two by fours and that aren't always flat and level and yeah. that that can cause that can cause injury too, so you have to watch that as well. So you know, yeah, that's those are you know. I mean, if I if I were to if I were to get if I were to get a get a ring again to start running things up here where I'm at, I would make sure that it was built that exact same way because and use and use those plywood sheets because they're because they're stronger um they well, they will they will hold up especially if you're if you're undergirding on your frame is done right and that that stuff that stuff will last that stuff will outlast you <laughs> wow so yeah, a little, uh, yeah. little ring knowledge for everyone out there today. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. We've uh, kind of uh, over uh, overshot our time this week, but uh, you know, it's it's good to it's good to do that sometimes. Uh, with the fact that it's been a while since uh, um, we've been on, it's nice to be able to get uh, get together and. Have and have uh, you know be able to report on a lot of good stuff and have some good solid discussions in that and I really and I really really enjoy it. So, um, Lee, thanks you thanks to you as always, my friend. Um, for those who uh, want to catch uh, Lee's work, uh, he also has his uh, Perch on the Top Rope podcast, and he is also with SportsKita.com. Um, you and you know where to find me every Thursday and every Friday. So, um, Lee, thanks a lot, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, my friend. Absolutely, we'll uh, tune in next week. We got we got a lot. Still have a lot more to talk about every week. Yep, we do. So, this is the Dean Steve Kane, and this is the Dan. You've been listening to live from the Dean's Den. Live from the Dean's Den airs every Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio. Replays can be found on Amazon Music, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you may get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll be with you next week.